0: For a while, it all seemed to be going rather rosy for him. Rory Burns and Joe Root's partnership was exactly what was needed after the opening session was a washout. The pair putting on 141 after the early loss of night watchman Craig Overton. But this Australian attack, the exact same one that masterminded a 4-0 Ashes series win down under last time round, will never stop asking questions. The star today was Josh Hazelwood, who's been relentless since Lords. Headingley may have been the Ben Stokes show, but the Aussie quick did take nine wickets. There's been a sense of desperation with every ball he bowls to show himself to be an undroppable, unstoppable force. Today, he took all four England wickets in exhibition in the evening session, accounting for three of those. Bad light stop play and things are looking gloomy for England. They trail Australia by 297 runs with five wickets in hand. Tomorrow, Ben Stokes and Johnny Bairstow will have to bat, bat and keep batting. Hello and welcome to the Wisden Ashes Daily podcast. I'm your host, Tar Hashim. And I'm joined on the phone by Wisden.com's digital editor, Rich Evans, who's been taking in all the action at Old Trafford. Rich, first off, uh, how good were Australia in that evening session?
1: They are obviously very, very strong, but it was mainly Josh Hazelwood. Um, there aren't too many bowlers in the game who can bowl as accurate as he does, at the pace that he does. Um, what I would say is that Australia, for the most part of the day, when obviously Burns and, and Root were on top, they they just didn't attack the stumps enough. I think Crickviz had a, an interesting stat just before tea. They said, you know, Australia only bowled 13 balls that were actually going to hit the stumps. Um, and, and obviously, Hazelwood just shows what you can do if you do test the stumps every now and then. Um, obviously, Jason Moy helped him out a bit. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about him in a bit. But, but he... Um, he really was on the top of his game. He's been really impressive this series, as has um, Pat Cummins. Um, Cummins bowled, I think, ten overs on the spin at one point, which is a, a little bit dangerous ahead of, um, well in this kind of back-to-back Test scenario. Um, but yeah, when Hazelwood came on to replace Cummins, he he was just brilliant in that final hour or so.
0: Yeah, I guess it was it was it was mainly Josh Hazelwood and Pat Cummins. Mitchell Stark was bowling as well. Um, this is a big test match for Mitchell Stark. I mean, he's not played the first three tests of this Ashes. Uh, he comes into the side, um, and for all the excellence of Hazelwood and Cummins, um, Stark was disappointing today. Um, you know, he, Hazelwood was trusted with twenty overs. Cummins bowled seventeen. Stark bowled eleven and conceded forty one and went wicketless. So, I mean, what did, what did you think of Mitchell Stark?
1: Yeah, he was wayward. That's for sure. Um, I think there was a spell when when Rory Burns really rushed his way from 40 to 50, and that was largely due to the fact that Stark was bowling full tosses and just straying from his lines. Um, He wasn't in in great form today, that's for sure. Um, Kind of surprising. I mean, he did okay in the Derbyshire game. And also, you would have thought that the kind of quick-fire 50 he got yesterday um, would have sort of given him a bit of confidence, having just
0: sort of re-entered the side. Um, But he didn't quite do enough today and um and Nathan Lyon as well i mean he he went wickedless. i mean he he kept on finding turn and bounce but i don't know maybe he was slightly off in his lines. i mean what what did you think of of Lyon because he had a excellent first test match um the last two test matches haven't gone well um we we touched on this yesterday that obviously you know headingley was horrific for him a nightmare with what what happened in the closing stages and today I thought I thought he bowled okay, but you would have thought he might be the one taking the wickets.
1: he bowled okay, but you know if you look you look at this Test match, you look over the last two I mean at Lord's combined figures of three wickets, one for seventy at Leeds two for one hundred and sixteen obviously in that in that final day at Heddenley, Australia really did need uh, their spinner, and the spinner who, you know, many rate as arguably the best finger spinner in world cricket. Um, and obviously he bought a lot of their overs against left-hander uh, Ben Stokes. And at times did look to be on top of Stokes. But obviously those figures, they, they're just not enough for, you know, a bowler that came into this series. where everyone thinking, you know, Lyon would be a big asset for Australia, but he's just not done enough so far. Um, in terms of bowling at root, I think he was trying to basically get him out caught caught on the leg side, the nearby fielders. Um, And with Burns, I think he tested Burns a few times outside off when he bowled that kind of nagging length when Burns wasn't quite sure whether to go back or or forward. Um, But yeah, I think largely ineffective uh, again. And I think, I think it is a worry um, for Australia. Um, but it does appear that, you know, especially with the conditions and, and the kind of fragile nature of England's backing lineup, that I, I fully expect Australia's fast bowlers to do the job over the next couple of days. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, but, we, but I would also say that, you know, Jack Leach, since he came into the side for England at, at Laws, he's you know, out bowled the uh, counterpart line.
0: I have to say, uh, uh, you are something. Uh, you know, uh, it seems all doom and gloom uh, for Australia the way the way you are talking about their bowling lineup. Um, but England, England, England are in a great position. Um, but I guess that I mean, weirdly enough, there there are still plenty of positives to talk about for England today. Um, Rory, Rory Burns, Joe Root. You know, they they both got runs, and Rory Burns. I mean, it's been a Ben made a really good point uh, on the podcast last night uh, in that there's no harder you know is there a harder task for a batsman in world cricket right now um, than opening the batting in England and Rory Burns is averaging 46 in this series now um, it's been very difficult to associate those numbers with a with an opener in England for, for, for quite a few years um, him and you know him and Root did bat really well they did indeed um, you know
1: very resilient Root wasn't quite his um, sort of fluent self, um, but he did what, he needed, what needed to be done. Um, obviously, Rory Burns, we know he's capable of, of um, showing that resilience and that stubbornness in a similar way that England fans are grown used to with with Alistair Cook at the top of the order. Um, and I think he's made a very promising start to his international career. A lot of people look at his technique and and say that he's probably not the, cr- the prettiest. Uh, to watch in the land but it's very difficult to um, play ele- elegantly against the new ball in English conditions. And uh, he's he stood up to the job, um, and I I hope and I expect him to um, be back at top for England for for a number of years. Yet
0: the other thing we do need to talk about is is Jason Roy, um, obviously been Rory Burns's opening partner for the last few tests, but didn't open today, uh, didn't open yesterday. Joe Denley came in was out for and Jason Roy is someone England desperately want to become a, a top test player Um but today what I mean what did you think of today because the, the, the dismissal was ugly wasn't
1: it <laughs> well it was and it's it's not the first time we've seen his it. stump splattered and and a, and a big gap between between bat and pad Um look in, in the press box when he walked out of bat and having faced his first few deliveries, you know, there was a lot of <laughs> a lot of anxiety from from the English writers and not a lot of expectation to to be honest. Um, obviously we're hoping that he would have had a slightly better time of it at four. didn't prove the case today. Um, but I think it was the highest highest score going into today was twenty eight. I think he got twenty two for the day. Um, he got off the mark with a glorious cover drive, but if you're, if you're a, a world-class bowler like Josh Hazelwood, especially with the form that Jason Roy is in now, you, you, you're going to be expecting to, to take his wicket sooner rather than later. Um, I, I personally believe that... I know we're four tests in a five-match series, but you know, failing a, a real biggie from Jason Roy in England's second innings, I, I kind of think that the Roy experiment is over for now. Um, what I would also say as well is obviously the plan was about four, obviously went in at five because of the night watchman situation. Um, if Roy is going to be given a chance to number four regularly, I almost feel that it, it feels like it's slightly it's a waste of a, Crucial batting position in the order in the sense that many, many players would would like and prefer to bat in that popular number four position, Uh, especially in England, um, trying to protect yourself from that newer ball. It just feels that maybe Joe Root should (laughs) return to that position. Uh, And I I know I keep talking about it, but I I just think that Root has has, has failed to get the best out of himself uh, in this series. Obviously, going into the series, we thought that maybe the the kind of head-to-head battle between Smith and and Root would be would be a key one. And obviously, there's only one emphatic winner in that. Now, that's not necessarily all Root's fault because he's he's up against a you know a, a living legend in the game.
0: but, yeah, but, uh, but I mean, it, it it seems to be coming together now. I mean, he's got two half centuries in two innings after two ducks in a row. Um, you know. Joe Root's been played around with in, in the order for quite a bit. I mean, by himself, of course, he is the captain. Um, But, I mean, you feel, you know, you can't get better than a than a batsman at Joe Root at, at number three in terms of the options England currently have. But in terms of number four, you know, there, there are other people there. I mean, Joe Denley did play well there. Uh, you know, there's Ollie Pope around. And if, if you, you know, if you are going to ditch Jason Roy, which also seems like a weird proposition. I mean, he's only just come into number four. Well, number five, that is. Um, and it's, oh, I guess, I guess it's, a, you know, I guess it's a weird one.
1: Well, look, Rue Ru averages just 39 at three, 49 at four. But probably, probably the most telling sort of stat is the fact that he averages 71 at number five. So, you know, it does prove that he's at his best away from that. New ball. And I guess uh, I have
0: just realised that I've ignored the fact that he did bat at four today. So he
1: did, indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, of course. obviously, it wasn't a planned pre-test, I'm sure, but um, that's where he ended up today. Uh, so I know it's uh, it's always a it's always a problematic top order for England, um, but I think
0: yeah, I think it, it's absolutely vital that you try to get the best out of your best players and with England not doing that at the moment with Joe Root. Yeah. And looking ahead to tomorrow, I mean, Ben Stokes has to do Ben Stokes things again, I I, I imagine. Um, How do you see the shaping up? Uh, Are England still in this? I mean...
1: Well, I I don't think we can (laughs) expect quite the same heroics (laughs) from Ben Stokes that he showed in uh, in Headley. I mean, you know, you're tempted to say it's a one-off, but with Stokes, it's not because he's he's done two epic innings in the space of seven weeks or so um of course he's capable of uh of having a good day is he gonna have such a good day that that england are gonna fight their way back into this game i think i think it's a shame for england that the the weather forecast looks set fair over the next few days um but look, i mean ben Stokes showed ahead of me um that he's capable of playing more than one type of innings um, and probably certainly to start off with tomorrow um, when he when he rejoins uh, Johnny Burst at the crease you know his task first up will just be to try to play out as many deliveries as possible try to work himself um, back into the kind of form he showed in Headley um, but we know that if England do lose a few more wickets and he's batting with the tail then he can obviously go up again and that's that's why he's a, a very 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 uh, impressive player and you know I'll be England's most important player alongside
0: Joe Root. alright well you know England fans are we hoping for another another sensational knock from Ben Stokes tomorrow I imagine of course here we don't just talk about cricket we we do write about cricket too every day on wisdom.com and every month in the shape of Wisdom Cricket Monthly Magazine if you fancy giving the mag a go you can get your first three copies print or digital for just £3 in fact we'll only charge you £2.99 if you go paperless To subscribe to the print version and get your first three copies for just £3, go to wisdomsubs.com and use the offer code, all in capitals, WCM3FOR319. To subscribe to the digital version and get your first three copies for just £2.99, go to pktmags.com slash WCMPod. We'll see you tomorrow. Listen to us on Spotify, the podcast app, Acast, all that stuff. That's all from us. Uh, Join us tomorrow. Cheers.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.